0: The Law School of America A miscarriage of justice, also known as a failure of justice, occurs when a person is convicted and punished for a crime that they did not commit. It is seldom used as a legal defense in criminal and deportation proceedings. The term also applies to errors in the other direction, errors of impunity, or to any clearly unjust outcome in any civil case. Every miscarriage of justice in turn is a manifest injustice. Most criminal justice systems have some means to overturn or quash a wrongful conviction, but this is often difficult to achieve. In some instances a wrongful conviction is not overturned for several decades, or until after the innocent person has been executed, released from custody, or has died. Terminology. Miscarriage of justice is sometimes used to describe any wrongful conviction, even when the defendant may be guilty, for example in reference to a conviction reached as the result of an unfair or disputed trial. While a miscarriage of justice is a type I error for falsely identifying culpability, an error of impunity would be a type II error of failing to find a culpable person guilty. However, the term miscarriage of justice is often used to describe the latter type as well. With capital punishment decreasing, the expression has acquired an extended meaning, namely any conviction for a crime not committed by the convicted person. The term travesty of justice is sometimes used for a gross, deliberate miscarriage of justice. Show Trials not in the sense of high publicity, but in the sense of lack of regard to the actual legal procedure and fairness, due to their character, often lead to such travesties. The Scandinavian languages, namely Danish, Norwegian and Swedish, and Finnish have a word, the Swedish variant of which is justismord, which literally translates as justice-murder. Slavic languages use a different word, for example, justisnevražda in Slovak, justisnevražda in Czech, but it is used for judicial murder while miscarriage of justice is justitianyomol in check, implying an error of the justice system, not a deliberate manipulation. The term was originally used for cases where the accused was convicted, executed, and later cleared after death. General Issues The concept of miscarriage of justice has important implications for standard of review, in that an appellate court will often only exercise its discretion to correct a plain error when a miscarriage of justice, or manifest injustice, would otherwise occur. In recent years, DNA evidence has been used to clear many people falsely convicted. The risk of miscarriages of justice is often cited as a cause to eliminate the death penalty. When condemned persons are executed before they are determined to have been wrongly convicted, the effect of that miscarriage of justice is irreversible. Wrongly executed people nevertheless occasionally receive posthumous pardons, which essentially void the conviction, or have their convictions quashed. Even when a wrongly convicted person is not executed, years in prison can have a substantial, irreversible effect on the person and their family. The risk of miscarriage of justice is therefore also an argument against long sentences, like a life sentence, and cruel prison conditions. Causes of miscarriages of justice include Plea bargains that offer incentives for the innocent to plead guilty, sometimes called an innocent prisoner's dilemma. Confirmation bias on the part of investigators Withholding or destruction of evidence by police or prosecution. Fabrication of evidence or outright perjury by police, see test of lying, or prosecution witnesses, for example, Charles Randall Smith. Biased editing of evidence. Prejudice against the class of people to which the defendant belongs. Misidentification of the perpetrator by witnesses and/or victims. Overestimation slash underestimation of the evidential value of expert testimony. Contaminated evidence. Faulty forensic tests. False confessions due to police pressure or psychological conditions. Misdirection of a jury by a judge during trial. Perjured evidence by the real guilty party or their accomplices, frame up. Perjured evidence by the alleged victim or their accomplices. Conspiracy between court of appeal judges and prosecutors to uphold conviction of the innocent. Fraudulent conduct by a judge, judicial misconduct. Rate of occurrence. Various studies estimate that in the United States, between 2.3 and 5 percent of all prisoners are innocent. A study looking at 1970s and 1980s convictions in Virginia and matching them to later DNA analysis estimated a higher rate of wrongful conviction, at 11.6 percent of such cases. One study estimated that up to 10,000 people may be wrongfully convicted of serious crimes in the United States each year. A 2014 study published in Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences made a conservative estimate that 4.1 percent of inmates awaiting execution on death row in the United States are innocent, and that at least 340 innocent people may have been executed since 1973. According to Professor Boaz Sangiro of the College of Law and Business in Ramat Gan, most wrongful convictions in Israel are for crimes less serious than major felonies such as rape and murder as judicial systems are less careful in dealing with those cases. Consequences. Wrongful convictions appear at first to be rightful arrests and subsequent convictions, and also include the public statement about a particular crime having occurred, as well as a particular individual or individuals having committed that crime. If the conviction turns out to be a miscarriage of justice, then one or both of these statements is ultimately deemed to be false. In cases where a large-scale audience is unknowingly witness to a miscarriage of justice, the news-consuming public may develop false beliefs about the nature of crime itself. It may also cause the public to falsely believe that certain types of crime exist, or that certain types of people tend to commit these crimes, or that certain crimes are more commonly prevalent than they actually are. Thus, wrongful convictions can ultimately mold a society's popular beliefs about crime. Because our understanding of crime is socially constructed, it has been shaped by many factors other than its actual occurrence. Mass media may also be faulted for distorting the public perception of crime by over-representing certain races and genders as criminals and victims, and for highlighting more sensational and invigorating types of crimes as being more newsworthy. The way the media presents crime-related issues may have an influence not only on a society's fear of crime but also on its beliefs about the causes of criminal behavior and desirability of one or another approach to crime control. Ultimately, This may have a significant impact on critical public beliefs about emerging forms of crime such as cybercrime, global crime, and terrorism. There are unfavorable psychological effects, even in the absence of any public knowledge. In an experiment, participants significantly reduced their prosocial behavior after being wrongfully sanctioned. As a consequence, there were negative effects for the entire group. The extent of wrongful sanctions varies between societies. When a crime occurs and the wrong person is convicted for it, the actual perpetrator goes free and often goes on to commit additional crimes, including hundreds of cases of violent crime. A 2019 study estimated that the wrong person wrongful convictions that occur annually may lead to more than 41,000 additional crimes. Now a word from our sponsor, the Law School of America. By country. United States. In June 2012, the National Registry of Exonerations, a joint project of the University of Michigan Law School and Northwestern University Pritzker School of Law, initially reported 873 individual exonerations in the U.S. from January 1989 through February 2012. The report called this number tiny in a country with 2.3 million people in prisons and jails, but asserted that there are far more false convictions than exonerations. By 2015, the number of individual exonerations was reported as 1,733, with 2015 having the highest annual number of exonerations since 1989. By 2019, the number had risen to 1,934 individuals. 20 individuals have been exonerated while on death row due to DNA evidence. According to a 2020 report by the National Registry of Exonerations, official misconduct contributed to 54% of all wrong convictions. The study only counted misconduct when it directly contributed to the convictions, such as the generation of false evidence or concealment of evidence of innocence. At least 21 states in the U.S. do not offer compensation for wrongful imprisonment. The Innocence Project works to exonerate people in the United States who have been wrongfully convicted of crime. It is estimated that between 2.3% and 5% of all U.S. prisoners are innocent, with the number of incarcerated Americans being approximately 2.4 million. By that estimate as many as 120,000 people may be incarcerated as a result of wrongful conviction. Research into the issue of wrongful convictions have led to the use of methods to avoid wrongful convictions, such as double-blind eyewitness identification. Leading causes of wrongful convictions in the United States include snitches and unscientific forensics. Other causes include police and prosecutorial misconduct. United Kingdom. In the United Kingdom a jail person whose conviction is quashed might be paid compensation for the time they were incarcerated. This is currently limited by statute to a maximum sum of £1 million for those who have been incarcerated for more than 10 years and £500,000 for any other cases, with deductions for the cost of food and prison cell during that time. See also overturned convictions in the United Kingdom. Richard Foster, the Chairman of the Criminal Cases Review Commission, CCRC. Reported in October 2018 that the single biggest cause of miscarriage of justice was the failure to disclose vital evidence. England, Wales, and Northern Ireland. Until 2005, the parole system assumed all convicted persons were guilty, and poorly handled those who were not. To be paroled, a convicted person had to sign a document in which, among other things, they confessed to the crime for which they were convicted. Someone who refused to sign this declaration spent longer in jail than someone who signed it. Some wrongly convicted people, such as the Birmingham Six, were refused parole for this reason. In 2005 the system changed, and began to parole prisoners who never admitted guilt. English law has no official means of correcting a perverse verdict, conviction of a defendant on the basis of insufficient evidence. Appeals are based exclusively on new evidence or errors by the judge or prosecution, but not the defense, or jury irregularities. A reversal occurred. However, in the 1930s, when William Herbert Wallace was exonerated of the murder of his wife, there is no right to a trial without jury, except during the troubles in Northern Ireland or in a case where there is a significant risk of jury tampering, such as organised crime cases, when a judge or judges presided without a jury. During the early 1990s, a series of high profile cases turned out to be miscarriages of justice. Many resulted from police fabricating evidence to convict people they thought were guilty. Or simply to get a high conviction rate. The West Midlands Serious Crime Squad became notorious for such practices, and was disbanded in 1989. In 1997, the Criminal Cases Review Commission was established specifically to examine possible miscarriages of justice. However, it still requires either strong new evidence of innocence, or new proof of a legal error by the judge or prosecution. For example, merely insisting you are innocent, and the jury made an error or stating there was not enough evidence to prove guilt, is not enough. It is not possible to question the jury's decision or query on what matters it was based. The waiting list for cases to be considered for review is at least two years on average. In 2002, the Northern Ireland Court of Appeal made an exception to who could avail of the right to a fair trial in R. V. Walsh, if a defendant has been denied a fair trial it will almost be inevitable that the conviction will be regarded unsafe. The present case in our view constitutes an exception to the general rule. The conviction is to be regarded as safe, even if a breach of Article 6(1) were held to have occurred in the present case. Scotland, The Criminal Appeal, Scotland, Act 1927 increased the jurisdiction of the Scottish Court of Criminal Appeal following the miscarriage of justice surrounding the trial of Oscar Slater, reflecting Scotland's own legal system, which differs from that of the rest of the United Kingdom. The Scottish Criminal Cases Review Commission SCCRC, was established in April 1999. All cases accepted by the SCCRC are subjected to a robust and thoroughly impartial review before a decision on whether or not to refer to the High Court of Justiciary is taken. China. A series of wrongful convictions uncovered in the 2010s has undermined public trust in the Chinese justice system. Netherlands. In response to two overturned cases, the Xi Park murder case and the Putten murder, the Netherlands created the Posthumous I Committee, which analyzed what had gone wrong in the Shee Park murder case. The committee concluded that confirmation bias led the police to ignore and misinterpret scientific evidence, specifically DNA. Subsequently, the Posthumous II Committee investigated whether injustice occurred in similar cases. The committee received 25 applications from concerned and involved scientists and selected three for further investigation the Lucia de Burke case, the Ina Post case and the Enschede incest case. In those three cases, independent researchers, Professors Wagener, Van Koppen, Israels, Crombag, and Dirksen, concluded that confirmation bias and misuse of complex scientific evidence led to miscarriages of justice. Spain. The Constitution of Spain guarantees compensation in cases of miscarriage of justice. Compounding a felony was an offense under the common law of England and was classified as a misdemeanor. It consisted of a prosecutor or victim of an offense accepting anything of value under an agreement not to prosecute, or to hamper the prosecution of, a felony. To compound, in this context, means to come to a settlement or agreement. It is not compounding for the victim to accept an offer to return stolen property, or to make restitution, as long as there is no agreement not to prosecute. Under the common law, compounding a felony was punishable as a misdemeanor. Many states have enacted statutes that punish the offense as a felony. Compounding a misdemeanor is not a crime. However, an agreement not to prosecute a misdemeanor is unenforceable as being contrary to public policy. Compounding has been abolished in England and Wales, in Northern Ireland, in the Republic of Ireland, and in New South Wales. In each of these cases, it has been replaced by a statutory offense. The Law School of America